Air safety has become a key issue for some currently pushing for governmental action related to UFOs. Are these efforts really necessary? Is our government really negligent when it comes to air safety? Let's find out. Is it UFO or UAP? The government's confusing me. The experts make it complicated. Lack of answers has me shaded. UFO, I don't know. UAP, yeah, I guess so. Searching for answers, where to begin? Round and round in circles again. Thunderstruck by mass confusion. Is it fact or fiction? Convolution. Hello, citizens, and welcome to UFO UAP WTF. I'm your host, Jason McClellan, and together we'll be exploring the fascinating, enigmatic, and frustrating subject of UFOs. Government interest in UFOs is trendy these days, and a portion of that interest is focused on air safety, the concern that pilots are in danger of colliding with all these UFOs that appear in the sky. As you can imagine, pilots encountering UFOs isn't new or unusual. So it's a little strange to see this issue being pushed so much right now, but I thought we'd spend some time together today exploring it. So here we go. Pilots have been encountering UFOs for as long as humans have been flying. Recent UFO government UFO projects like the Pentagon's UAP Task Force and its successor, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, also known as Aero, have focused on incidents involving military pilots over military training ranges. But pilots all around the world have and do encounter UFOs. I'll try to stay on topic today and not veer off into specific pilot UFO stories, but a couple need to be briefly mentioned because they are partly responsible for the recent concerns that some have about air safety. This recent interest mostly came about as a result of those now-famous Navy UFO videos released by the Pentagon in April of 2020. Yes, those three videos have been circulating for a few years before that time, but April of 2020 is when the Pentagon issued a press release officially authorizing the release and acknowledging their provenance as U.S. Navy videos. We've discussed these videos on several previous episodes, so we won't go into the details, But essentially, these videos were captured by systems aboard Navy F-18 fighter jets and show anomalous airborne objects. The videos labeled Gimbal and GoFast were captured by a strike group training off the east coast of the United States in 2014 and 2015. Former Navy pilot, retired Lieutenant Ryan Graves was part of that group, and he's become a vocal advocate for air safety. In March of this year, Graves founded a nonprofit organization named Americans for Safe Aerospace. Here's the description of that group's mission. Quote, Americans for Safe Aerospace is a military pilot-led 501c3 organization dedicated to aerospace safety and national security with a focus on unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP, end quote. It continues, quote, Identifying domain awareness gaps is critical to U.S. national security. If UAP are foreign assets, we must respond appropriately. If UAP continue to defy conventional explanation, we must invest in scientific research. 
ASA supports military and commercial pilots and aerospace workers impacted by UAP, scientists committing to investigating this mystery, and concerned citizens who believe in transparent disclosure from our government, end quote. This sounds great, right? I mean, we all want our skies to be safe. But why has this issue been ignored until now, and why does a nonprofit organization need to fill this role? The quick answers are, it hasn't been ignored, and a nonprofit organization doesn't need to fill this role. As one might expect, air safety is taken very seriously, and there are many organizations, agencies, etc., that focus on air safety. Let's look at some of these agencies and organizations in the United States that regulate and oversee air safety. We'll start with the Federal Aviation Administration, also known as the FAA. The FAA is an agency within the U.S. Department of Transportation, and it's responsible for the regulation and oversight of civil aviation within the United States. The FAA establishes and enforces safety standards for aircraft design, operations, maintenance, air traffic control, and pilot certification. The Department of Transportation oversees various aspects of transportation in in the United States, including aviation. As we just covered, the FAA operates within the Department of Transportation, but the Department of Transportation as a whole sets policies and regulations related to transportation safety, including air safety. The Air Traffic Organization, or ATO, is part of the FAA and manages air traffic control services. ATO ensures the safe and efficient movement of aircraft through the national airspace system by providing air traffic control services, maintaining navigational aids, and managing air traffic control facilities. This group performs event investigations and related data analysis. Moving outside the Department of Transportation, the National Transportation Safety Board, also known as the NTSB, is an independent federal agency that investigates civil aviation accidents, as well as accidents involving other modes of transportation. The group works to determine the probable cause of accidents and make safety recommendations to prevent future incidents. Now, in my early days of UFO journalism, I periodically covered stories that involved the UK Air Prox Board, and it always made me wish that we had a similar agency in the United States. If you're not familiar with the UK Air Prox Board, this is an agency that investigates aircraft near misses and has a primary objective of enhancing air safety in the UK. And you know what? we actually do have our own version of this in the States. That would be the NTSB that we just mentioned. Although its primary focus is on investigating accidents, it also investigates near misses, determining causes and making safety recommendations to prevent similar occurrences. But let's look specifically at aerial incidents involving military pilots. In the US, investigating these types of incidents is primarily the responsibility of the individual branches of the military. Let's start with the Air Force. The United States Air Force has an Air Force Safety Center, which is responsible for promoting and ensuring aviation safety within the U.S. Air Force. It investigates aviation accidents and incidents, including near misses, involving Air Force aircraft. The Air Force Safety Center has operated multiple internal divisions, including an aviation safety division, as well as a space safety division. The Space Safety Division was transferred to the Space Force in late 2020, but let's look closer at this Aviation Safety Division. This division is responsible for, quote, establishing Department of the Air Force Aviation Safety Policy, promoting mishap prevention programs for all aviation assets, and through the establishment of proactive safety programs. 
It oversees the aviation mishap investigative process, the collection and accuracy of flight safety data, and the disposition of risk mitigating actions. It provides proactive and reactive engineering and operational analysis of flight safety issues. Additionally, the division directs the Aircraft Information Program, the Hazardous Air Traffic Report Program, the Bird Wildlife Aircraft Strike Hazard Program, and the Mishap Analysis and Animation Facility, end quote. That's a lot of stuff focused on air safety. I guess since Bird Aircraft Strike Hazards was just mentioned, we should go on a brief tangent here to talk about birds for a minute. According to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, quote, birds and other wildlife strikes to aircraft cause an estimated $900 million in damage to U.S. civil and military aircraft annually. Furthermore, these strikes put the lives of aircraft crew members and their passengers at risk. Over 250 people have been killed worldwide as a result of wildlife strikes since 1988, end quote. The FAA even has a separate wildlife strike report database. Listen to this statistic. They state that from 1990 to 2013, more than 142,000 wildlife strikes were reported. There's even an organization in the U.S. called the Bird Strike Committee USA, focused on reducing bird and other wildlife hazard to aircraft. So, needless to say, birds can and do pose an air safety hazard. But let's get back to military air safety. In the United States Army, the U.S. Army Combat Readiness Center referred to as the USACRC, has a mission to promote and enhance safety in the U.S. Army. It investigates accidents, incidents, and near misses involving Army aircraft. The Office of Safety and Environmental Health is an office within the United States Coast Guard that is responsible for safety management and accident prevention. Aviation accidents, incidents, and near misses involving Coast Guard aircraft are investigated by this office. And finally, the United States Navy. The Navy Safety Center, or NSC, is responsible for safety and accident prevention for the U.S. Navy and Marine Corps, investigating aviation accidents, incidents, and near misses involving naval aircraft. So, having gone through all of this, it's apparent that there are lots of different groups, agencies, and departments in the United States, both military and non-military, that are focused on air safety, incident investigation, and mitigation, etc., And it doesn't matter if the object involved in a specific aerial incident is a plane, a bird, a balloon, or a UFO. It's all the same to these groups tasked with air safety. Obviously, air safety isn't an issue that's been overlooked or something that has only recently been addressed. The groups mentioned today take air safety very seriously, and they work hard to keep us all safe. And there are certainly many more groups, departments, etc. that are actively involved in air safety. But despite all these efforts, Naturally, air hazards still exist. Lots of them. And they'll always exist. Our skies are absolutely littered with all sorts of things, and they're just getting more littered every year. With that said, according to the FAA's air traffic organization, quote, the U.S. air traffic system is experiencing the safest period in its history. This is the result of the ATO's robust safety culture. With the implementation of its proactive safety management system, the ATO is now able to identify precursors of risk before there is a safety problem, end quote. So although these groups focused on air safety exist, they still rely heavily on reports from pilots, especially when these incidents involve UFOs. In many cases, UFOs reported by pilots aren't seen on radar or are only visible to the pilot reporting the incident. 
So these pilot reports are sometimes the best information investigators have to work with. But something we've heard multiple times over the past few years is that some military pilots simply don't report incidents with UFOs because they're worried their colleagues and or superiors will laugh at them and think they're crazy. So the bigger issue at play here is a personnel issue and not a matter of the military not taking air safety seriously or the military not wanting to deal with UFO reports. In many cases, it's simply a human issue. People putting their personal displeasure of the possibility of being mocked or embarrassed over air safety, national security, etc. I regularly remind folks that dealing with UFOs has always been and continues to be part of what the military does. Protecting our skies from known and unknown threats, attempting to intercept and identify unknowns, this is a basic part of what our military does. But as I just pointed out, the system falls apart if pilots don't report things because they don't want to feel embarrassed. These are personal issues individual pilots have to work on. And this is where a group like retired Lieutenant Ryan Graves' Americans for Safe Aerospace can be beneficial, helping pilots change their mindsets regarding UFOs. This can help chip away at that perceived stigma that some pilots seem to have when it comes to UFOs and hopefully foster a culture where reluctance to report something anomalous is a thing of the past. But that, my friends, is our brief look at UFOs and air safety. I hope you learned something. I'm glad we could walk through that together. And hey, if there's a case or topic you'd like to have featured or addressed on a future episode, a general comment, or anything else, I'd love to hear it. I'm easy to reach. You can always contact me on Twitter at Acentric or shoot me an email at jason at rogueplanet.tv. I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out today. Join me again next time as we try to figure out together what the f*** is up with these UFOs. UFOs.